Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. Courtesy of our friends across the pond at Boxing247.com and augmented by a few other uh, publications online today, starting off uh, with something that ESPN has written regarding women and boxing. Specifically, uh, the big fight coming up, the big doubleheader, I call it, uh, at the O2 in London, taking place, I believe, in September. Let's, let's get on with the story. As written uh, by a fellow by the name of Michael Rothstein, who you may or may not know. But nonetheless, I found this to be a good article, and um, I'm going to read you the bits and pieces that are important, as I see it, uh, to boxing. When Kate, when Kate Taylor and Amanda Serrano fought in the sold-out Madison Square Garden on April 30th, and a landmark night for women in boxing, there were questions of whether it would be a one-off, of whether there could be tangible momentum based off the Taylor Serrano fight, or if it would be a big moment for women's boxing followed once again by an unfortunate retreat into the background. Which is why when Michaela Mayer, Alicia Baumgartner, Clifford Shields, and Savannah Marshall decided to do September 10th at London's O2 Arena could end up being an incredibly important event. Mayor and Baumgarten's agreement to be the co-main event under Shields Marshall turned what would have been two intriguing separate fight nights into a showcase event. Putting Shields Marshall and Mayor Baumgartner on the same card in London is not only intelligent from a marketing, television, and ticket sales perspective, but it's also good for the sport in general. It creates buzz, creates attention. Throughout 2022, women in boxing have delivered fights that can garner the most attention, and three of the best fights in the sport we can make are happening within six months of one another. That's a big deal for sport trying to grow, trying to take a foothold in the public consciousness and turn into a foothold so next year it can be even more of a secure grasp. There's little question the Taylor Serrano fight, at minimum, lived up to expectations in April, if not exceeded them, from the quality of the fight to the intensity of the crowd. If Shields Marshall and Mayor Baumgartner can build on that, it could create yet another step forward for the size sport that's seen significant growth in public recognition over the past 36 months. There's a difference between Taylor Serrano and the two September 10 fights. In Taylor Serrano, there was a clear level of mutual respect and little to no trash talk between the two. It was simply two fighters considered to be the best in the world finally getting together after years of stops and starts. With Shields Marshall and Mayor Baumgartner, there's a legitimate dislike. Not just the creative narrative for a fight dislike, but an actual mutual loathing that sometimes can create spectacular moments in the sport. Shields and Marshall go back to when Marshall became the only fighter to defeat Shields in boxing as an amateur or professional back at the preliminaries of the World Championships in 2012. Once Marshall and Shields both turned pro and both showed promise as professional fighters, this became an inevitable fight to make. That both of them have been open about the animosity on social media has only made it even more enticing. For Mayor Baumgartner, the start of the feud is not quite as obvious since the two have never fought before. But for months, really, ever since Baumgartner knocked out Terry Harper to win the WBC belt, in 2021, 
they've had a real social media feud. Marin Baumgartner let the world know through Twitter and Instagram they did not like each other. But instead of the two fighters letting this drag on for years and years until an unsatisfying resolution far too late in their careers, they decided the time was right and will meet in the ring in September to unify Mayor's WBO and IBF and Baumgartner's WBC junior lightweight titles. It's just another example of female fighters realizing what a big-time fight is, realizing they can sell said fight and that there is money to be made off it, and then executing it without the long delay we've often seen on the men's side of things. With Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao, and the third Canal Alvarez, Jenna Golovkin fight as, as examples. With Mar Barb Gunner and Shield Marshall, women's boxing has a real chance to take what April brought and what September has the potential to bring and use it to create a lasting change for the future of women in the sport. I think that was a well-written article by our friends over at ESPN. Let's move along now to Chester, USA. A company called Price Promotions is excited about their 2022 debut event that is scheduled to take place on July 16th at the Elevation Event Center. As I said, that's in Chester, Pennsylvania. The 10-round main event will be with a four-vacant NBA Bantamweight world title featuring the Philadelphia native by way of Sicklerville, New Jersey, the seven-time national amateur champ, Bantamweight sensation, five foot four inch, 14-0, 10 knockouts, Dylan, the real Dill Price. Versus a native of Glassburg, New Jersey, by way of Danville, Virginia, five foot 11 inch, 10-2, with eight knockouts, Southpaw, Drew Correll. This is being co-promoted by David Price, Dr. David Price, by the way, and his eldest daughter, Chantel Price. And as I said, the, six, the July 16th fight card will be the Price Promotions debut event. He's going to be featuring, or I should say they are going to be featuring, a six-fight card that will showcase 10 additional fighters that possess either one fight or making their professional debut. In other words, nine of the 10 evenly matched fighters will be looking to remain undefeated. And that, for him, as he says, is super exciting. Let's jump across the pond to Hamza Sharif and get an update on what he's up to. He's back on British soil following his U.S. preparations for his headlining act at the Copper Box Arena on July 16th, the same night as Chester, Pennsylvania. We'll see a price promotions event in a challenge for the vacant WBC Silver middleweight title to be shown live on BT Sport. Shiraz, who's just 23 years of age, takes on Francisco Emmanuel Torres in what will be his second fight at 160 pounds following his second round stoppage victory over Jez Smith last time out in March. The former WBO European Super Welterweight champ, 15-0, foregoes his home comforts for the duration of training camps to work under experienced Ricky Cunez at the Ten Goose Gym in Los Angeles as he's happily living out his California dream. He said, it's great to be back, but I accepted two camps ago that I would be working in America for most of my life. As long as I keep winning and doing my thing, I'll be training there most of the time. I'm willing to dedicate myself to my craft and give it nothing but 100%. Boxing is about sacrifice at the end of the day. And to be great, you have to get sacrifice. You have to got to sacrifice. Okay, I see. You have got to. 
don't like that combination. You have to sacrifice the pleasures in life, not totally, and become depressed or anything only for camp. This is probably the smoothest camp I've had, and it's my fourth with Ricky now. We've gelled, and we've got a good understanding of each other. He understands me more as a fighter now, how to move, how to do things. It's good, and I can't complain. So there we go. We look forward to as do the English for the outcome of Hamza Shiraz. Alrighty, Greg, the villain, then Detty, who's 23-4-1 with 12 knockouts, returns to the ring on Saturday, July 30th, when he takes on battle-tested Courtney Kingpen Pennington, who's 15-5-3 with seven knockouts in a 10-round super welterweight special attraction taking place at Mosley's on the Charles in Dedham, Massachusetts. And this is an event promoted by Vertex Promotion in association with Murphy's Boxing. The fan favorite Vendetti will be fighting in his home state for the first time in over three years. During that stretch, he challenged Irzlandi Lara for the WBA and the IBO World Championships. Vendetti lost by decision, but gained valuable experience fighting against a future Hall of Famer. Vendetti wants to go back on the big stage, challenging for a world title on national TV. And that's his next step on his voyage. And that next step on his voyage will be on July 30th. All right. Uh, he holds, by the way, victories over Boyd Melson, uh, Kiri Gray, Delvin Rodriguez, and Stephen Martinez. Waymaker Management's founder and president, Artie DiPino, stated Greg is always looking to fight the best. He understands what Courtney Pennington brings to the table, and he's prepared to take care of business. This is an opportunity for Greg's fans to see him fight locally before he goes back onto the world stage. Yeah, let's see about that. Let's uh, let's let's finish off with a quick story featuring Matchroom's Eddie Hearn, who seems to be going to war against all U.S. promoters. Uh, let's see what he says about Eric Chisora. Sorry, Derek Chisora. Derek Chisora. I don't know. I think he's over the hill. But anyway, let's see what he has to say. Eddie Hearn says Derek Chisora can transmute a victory on Saturday night against Kubrat Kublev into a big fight later this year. I say, who cares? The matchroom guru Hearn isn't saying what type of opponent would translate into a big fight for entertainment-style heavyweight Chisora, who's 32-12, and 12, I might add. Still, it's not unreasonable to assume it could be one of these top fighters. Again, mere assumptions here. Deontay Wilder, who I would not put in the ring ever again. I think he suffered a concussion last time out, and he'd be balancing his health. He doesn't need the money. Andy Ruiz Jr., who we know is going to fight soon. Luis Ortiz is fighting soon. Joe Joyce has just come up a fight. Dillian White, maybe. Nushiri, maybe. Philip Hergovic, maybe. With Matchroom's boxing deep pockets, they could get most out of these fighters. This is courtesy of Boxing News 247.com, by the way. With Matchroom's boxings, with Matchroom boxing's deep pockets, they could get the most out of those fighters to take on the grizzled 38-year-old veteran Chisora later this year, if the price is right. But it all starts on Saturday night with the war in his rematch with Pulev. Chisora will be marching into the ring on Saturday night as the underdog against the 41-year-old Pulev in their scheduled 12-round fight uh, at the O2 Arena in London, England. Six years ago, Chisora was outboxed by the six-foot-five Bulgarian Pulev, losing a 12-round split decision in a fight that Derek was lucky to win, where, where the 
when Derek was lucky when one round crap. He's expected to get a big fight. Go no, I'm not having it. Anyway, let's continue with the story. The judges that worked that fight were overly generous when giving rounds to Chisora because he didn't win any rounds in the true sense. <laughs> if he wins, I this is Eddie Hearn saying this. If he wins, I think he'll get a really big fight at the end of it. That's a big if, buddy. If you look at the level he's losing to, Tyson Fury twice, Alexander Yusek, Vitaly Klitschko, Joseph Parker, robbed against Robert Hellenius, had a close fight with Gubrat Pula, lost to Dillian White in two close fights, Hearn said about Chisora. Ob yeah, losing, losing, losing. Obviously, he was doing very, oh, sorry, L is for learning. Obviously, he was doing very well in the second fight before he got chin. So it's harsh to say this guy isn't a quality heavyweight. I'm sorry. This is just too British for me. He's better than 99% of the heavyweights out there. But unfortunately, he keeps fighting that percent. He wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, my God, it's killing me. I think the moment you see regression from Chisora in the ring, particularly in camp, that's when it's time to walk away. But for the moment, I feel he's putting in good performances, and this will be a good telling point because this is a tough fight. Kule Pule, Kubrat Pulev is up for it. That's pretty confident going into the fight. But again, he's fighting a guy that's top 15, so he can lose, Hearn said, about the 28-year-old Chisora. Yeah, he could. Four back-to-back -back defeats is never good for anyone. Nor, no shit. Nor is two. But again, the harsh reality is that sometimes Shishore is not as good as people he's fighting. That's as much as I can give you in, the, in layman's terms as possible. But he just wants to have a big fight. He loves fighting. He loves fighting at the O2. He's entertaining. He's great to watch. And I believe you're going to see another entertaining fight on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one way or the other. Oh, my God. That guy cracks me up. All right. Sorry about that, boys and girls. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was too much fun. Um, thanks for joining me here on Talk and Fight. I appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. And um, we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. for Knuckle Up with Mike Moore and Cedric Van, who will be in the den. Cheers. See you later.